Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DGens, it is Tuesday, April 18th. Jalen Hurts got paid and probably made the Lamar situation even worse. I'm Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy tax day. Uh, happy tax day. My tax man got to me yesterday. I'm really, <laughs> I've never been more excited <laughs> than to pay the bill that, that he gave me. It's it's the lowest one I've had in a decade, so uh, yeah, matter of fact, I stopped at the casino today, probably made enough at the casino to cover the tax bill, but I don't think I can cover Jalen Hurts' tax bill. That That's going to be quite a hefty income tax that man's going to be forking out, right? That's right. The, uh, the state of Pennsylvania does have state income tax, so it's not like he's in Florida or Texas or one of those, uh, you know, no tax states. This dude's going to be paying a lot of taxes. Uh, signed a five-year, $255 million contract with the Eagles yesterday, $179 million in guarantees. I did the math, Panther. He can now afford to buy a Geno's cheesesteak for every person in the city of philadelphia and have some leftover cash in case anyone wants extra whiz you know it really sounds good and it sounds like a lot of money when i heard about this contract and i started thinking about it when i went to bed i was like you know what he would need 24 of these contracts which means he'd have to play for 125 years to afford the washington commanders (laughs) Sorry, Jalen. Not 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 buying a, uh, comp- a competing team, a competing team, anytime soon. Man, he is now the highest paid player in NFL history until the next quarterback uh, signs a deal, or uh, maybe it's a wide receiver. Who the fuck knows? It seems like a. I don't know how these GMs do it. You know, I I read a lot about how who's it who's it Howie fucking uh, he's the GM right Howie it's not Howie Rose it's how Howie whatever the fuck the the GM of of the Eagles is. Uh, apparently he's a genius and he knows what he's doing and you know uh, Jalen was gonna sign a team-friendly deal but don't worry how he's got this covered he's gonna fucking figure this out Panther man I you can be creative but it's still 179 fucking million dollars you just gave to someone guaranteed well that's the team-friendly deal that's the team-friendly part of it because it doesn't go against the salary cap so they still left money out there under the cap for them to be able to sign other players and bring other players in that might want to come to Philadelphia. Um, you know, we were kind of talking pre-show about how this affects other quarterbacks that might be uh, having contracts come due. Um, but more importantly, I, I, I've been talking about this for a couple years. Is it good to go in and get your big contract now before the next CBA, which I believe is 2025? So it's just around the corner. 
Or are you better off sitting and waiting for the CBA to see how they're going to handle these quarterback contracts? Because these quarterback contracts have been just out of control for the last several years. I mean, you can go all the way back to that Joe Flacco contract that the Ravens gave him, you know, uh, after that Super Bowl win. I don't know what they're going to do with the CBA, but I got to believe these quarterback contracts are going to be addressed. And maybe it's the hurry up and go get your money now mentality because we don't know what they're going to do in 2025, 2026 when those contracts start to come in play. I like this deal a lot for Jalen Hurts, right? It's a five-year deal. He's still young. Uh, you know, the CBA will be, you know, in full effect. He'll be able to gauge the market, and, and maybe he maybe he wins a Super Bowl for the Eagles. Maybe he wins an MVP. He came close to winning an MVP this year. Uh, we'll talk about a former MVP in a minute as well. The, I think this is perfect for him, and I think if you're going to eye some of the other guys around the league, some of the other younger quarterbacks who are about to be fucking paid, you know, uh, Justin Herbert. He's about to be paid, right? Um, Joe Burrow, he's about to be paid. You know, these guys are young quarterbacks, top of the league, you know, and and they're going to get money. And I think they're going to do the same thing. I think they're going to take a deal that gets them to maybe the age of 30, max, right? Like, And then 30 years old and say, well, guess what? I can sign another five-year deal if I want to. I can sign a 10-year deal at this point in time. And so I think that's got to be the game plan. Get a bunch of fucking money now. Let the CBA play out. And maybe there's a, a change in quarterback structure or maybe more money, less money. Who the fuck knows? But you're guaranteed to get a bunch of fucking money now and still have the opportunity to get another contract in your in your, in your lifetime. You look at Patrick Mahomes, probably the most team-friendly deal ever. I And 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 you got to laugh at that, right? A dude making, what, 40 fucking million dollars a year on average or something like that? But probably the best team friendly. Well, okay, I, I take that back. Uh, Tom Brady's uh, hand job under the table fucking deal with the Patriots for all those fucking years is the best team friendly deal ever. But other than that, Patrick Mahomes is just like he's Kansas City's fucking golden child for that contract that he fucking took. These this this astounded me. Of of man, this is a lot of fucking money for a guy who's had one point five really good years. I don't take it away from him. I am not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but he's at 1.5 fucking great years. And it just set the bar for a guy like Burrow to just fucking just, all right, double that, right? Well, probably. I think Burrow is, you know, Patrick Mahomes 2.0 as far as uh, how important he is to his team. The Bengals are going to pay him. I think he's going to kind of look for the same thing, a big fat uh, signing bonus. And a team fresh keep it under the cap because you know he wants his boy Jamar Chase there as well as the rest of the receiving core. Um, but yeah, you know, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and team friendly deal. I think it, it viewed as a team friendly deal because of the amount of success that he's had, right? We got two Super Bowl wins, uh, multiple MVPs, uh, AFC division, uh, Western Division champ. Uh, every single year he's been the starter. Um, so yeah, it's a team-friendly deal when you're winning. And, uh, I, you know, honestly, I think for Jalen Hurts, they, Philadelphia didn't want to let him go. What he did in the Super Bowl, I mean, he, I think even though the Chiefs won, you could have made an argument he should have won the MVP. He was all the offense that the Eagles had that entire game. Um, but I think the Lamar situation had Philadelphia going, look, we're not going to play this game. We're not going to hurt our quarterback's feelings 
or him wondering if he's wanted. We want him here. He wants to be here. Let's get it done. And I think this is going to circle back with all the talking heads and everything that what the hell is Baltimore going to do with Lamar Jackson? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was top of mind. Other than my, my instant, like, holy shit, Jalen Hurst got paid to my, my second thought. I messaged you. I was like, what's this mean for Lamar? Like he's the other guy that's just kind of fucking hanging out there right now. Now he's not going to get the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract. I don't think any fucking quarterback is going to get it. Yeah. I mean, if, if Jalen Hurst just didn't get a fucking fully guaranteed contract, you know, in, in Philadelphia where they're fucking desperate for a goddamn uh, Super Bowl, like they, they'll kill for a fucking championship, right? If he didn't get a fully guaranteed deal, even though Lamar Jackson is a former MVP, he's not going to get a fully guaranteed deal. However, I, I think his agent himself has got to say, I need more than Jalen Hurts is getting at least in guaranteed contracts. I think this actually might help Baltimore in negotiations because it reframes the conversation between a fully guaranteed deal into let's get you more guaranteed money than Jalen hurts. How about that? And I think, I think that this, it sounds crazy. (laughs) Lamar Jackson probably be end up, end up being the most high paid player of all time after this uh, with, with the Ravens or whoever, whatever team ends up signing him. But I do believe that this might have helped Baltimore's chances a little bit by just changing the the narrative from Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed deal to let me give you a little bit more money than Jalen Hurts. I don't know if a fully guaranteed deal is what the sticking point is. I I, I don't I think, I think Lamar not having agent is probably the worst thing that he's doing to himself right now. But I think everybody across the board who the hell are we I have an old man brain fart. Um but Jalen Hurts. Hurts. <laughs> that that's the that I think what you're looking at is the total amount of dollars and what percentage of that is going to be guaranteed. So what he got 250 million and 180 of that was guaranteed. So what are we looking at there? Roughly 70% of his contract was guaranteed. And maybe that's where Lamar and Baltimore need to start. But I think any quarterback moving forward the Watson contract just needs to be thrown out the window because I don't think anybody is going to get that. No, I totally agree. The, the next time someone gets a fully guaranteed contract is after Deshaun fucking burns out for the, uh, the, the Browns and the Browns fucking overpay Patrick Mahomes when he's fucking 50 years old and gives him like a hundred million dollars and guaranteed for one season. That's what's going to fucking happen. Right. I mean, they're just going to fucking do anything. Cause it's the goddamn Cleveland Browns. The next stupid fucking contract we'll probably see is from the fucking Cleveland Browns. And they just made the fucking stupidest contract in NFL history. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I, yeah, I, I think that my standpoint though, you know, for the last few years is they got to do something about the quarterback contracts. Uh, I know that we talk about signing bonuses and all these things and how it helps maneuver around the salary cap, man, look what happened to the Rams. The, the Rams got fucked, right? And, and, and you know, they went all in for their Super Bowl. They got it. And now they're looking at that contract of Stafford. And they gave him a bunch of guaranteed money. They gave him a big signing bonus. And he's still counting, what, $35 million against their cap this year. These guys are going to count against the cap. So unless they do something specifically to say quarterbacks don't count against the cap or they they count an X percentage against the cap, uh, man, it's it's tough. Because you're, you're a team. You can't give up on your franchise quarterback. But once you do it, as you mentioned, Russell Wilson over in Seattle, once you do it, it's harder to be competitive. And and if, if Joe Burrow wants Jamar Chase out there with him for his career, 
uh, you know, listen, Pat Mahomes had to give up Tyreek Hill. You know, it happened because there wasn't enough money to fucking give both those guys. And again, Patrick Mahomes took a fucking cheap friendly deal. <laughs> like these these guys are going to get paid no matter what, and they're going to be the highest paid players. Each each new quarterback is going to be the highest paid player in history. That's going to keep happening. So they need to really figure that out in the next collective bargaining agreement of what that looks like in terms of making sure that other people can get paid and teams can be competitive. Because uh, I don't think it's working. I don't think it's working to say like, well, you know, maybe Lamar leaves. Maybe maybe Lamar does leave and he ends up in Atlanta or wherever the fuck, Indianapolis. I don't know. Maybe he does end up leaving. And it proves me wrong to say that, you know, you can sign a, a quarterback, a big quarterback to a, a, a contract. Most of the times, those, those guys are going to stick with the teams. They're going to give them the most money. They're, they're home teams, right? So um, from there, it's the domino effect of, okay, the secondary quarterback market and then wide receivers, running backs, and all that. So I think you need to be able to find a way to keep those guys in their home markets if you want them there and still be able to fucking produce winners. Uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You know, the Chiefs have been able to do it. I'm afraid to see what happens with the, the Eagles now and how they're going to manipulate around this cap with, with that big cap hit. You know, the thing is, though, each quarterback that signs the quote-unquote largest contract in history is just the first one to the party because the next one is going to be more expensive. I think this deal actually hurts Baltimore because every time they watch a quarterback sign, it's just going to cost them that much more if they actually want to keep Lamar. They, they should hurry up and sign Lamar to a long-term deal, even if it's a seven- or eight-year deal, because every quarterback contract – that's going to come is going to be worse than the Jalen Hurts deal. Okay. So I just looked it up too, by the way, is apparently Lamar Jackson. This is as of March 14th. Uh, so he was looking for a five year, 230 million fully guaranteed deal. Five years, 230 million. Jalen Hurts just signed five year, 255. Now 179 of that was, was guaranteed. So do they offer maybe uh, five years, 260 and then guarantee 190 200 you, you know what i'm saying like uh, maybe that's their maybe that's their counter is we're not yeah, going to fully guarantee it's, it you know it's but, costing but, them more money <laughs> maybe it, it could be i yeah I, i'm trying to figure out what they originally because they did offer him a, a deal last year it was a, maybe as a three-year deal or something like that you know um they offered him uh they offered him 133 million fully guaranteed is what they originally offered him. So yeah, well, maybe you're right. Maybe it's going to cost him a lot more. We shall see. First domino is falling though with with this uh, Jalen Hurts thing. We'll be interesting to see what happens next with some of these other quarterbacks. And Lamar watch begins. We were on fucking Ray's watch all last week. We'll be on Lamar watch for quite some time. But we have a lot of sports betting to get to today. Full fucking slate. We got some NBA playoff action. We got some NHL playoff action and a bunch of fucking baseball. We'll talk about it after this break. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now we are back. Last night, NBA Panther, you you two two and zero, right? You you nailed the Sixers. The Sixers came from behind. They they got that win. They I think they won by twelve. And you had to cover ten, so right, uh, right. they they did that one. And then the Kings just outright beat up the Warriors. Now we can talk about fucking Draymond Green stomping on <laughs> Sabonis's chest if you want to, but we can more talk about the Kings stomping on the fucking Warriors yesterday. So that's two teams now up 2-0. What do we got? Three games today, three series today. Let's see which teams go up 2-0. Possibly. Maybe none. Maybe all. Hmm. We'll find out. Tonight, Panther, what you got in the NBA? I got some series. I think one of them might go up 2-0. But let's start with the Knicks at Cleveland. I don't know if the Knicks are going to go up 2-0, but I said when we talked about this series yesterday that I did think these are two teams that are pretty evenly matched. Cleveland's got a little bit more depth, actually probably a lot more depth when you start looking at the bench. But for me, even match teams, Knicks got the best of them in game one. Five and a half points just feels like too many for a team that probably can win outright. So I'm going to take those five and a half points and put 10 bucks on the Knickerbockers again. I'm sorry, New York Knicks. I'm sorry to do this to you, but yeah, total agreement with Panther here. I'm betting Knicks as well, taking the five and a half. Could be a money line play. I do have Cleveland edging this out, but it's it's close, man. Maybe half a point, a point. So with that, with that, you might want to take a, a flyer on the Knicks. I, I think Cleveland does end up bouncing back and getting a win. They can't go down 2-0 at home to the fucking Knicks, right? It just can't fucking happen, right? Ugh. I like the Knicks here with the points, though. So yeah. Not just moral support, fucking full agreement. $10 bet on New York. The only other game that I'm on, we're going to take a look at the Clippers and Phoenix. The Clippers went into Phoenix and stole game one. And I don't see why there's any reason they can't do it again. They don't necessarily need Paul George. Westbrook played a horrible game until it counted and then stepped up and got that game for them. And even if they do lose, maybe this thing is one-to-one. Seven and a half? Are you kidding me? 
I, I don't know if that's just a love affair out of Vegas for the Suns or some complete disrespect, but I like the Clippers with the seven and a half points. So give me the clips for 10 bucks. I don't know how you're going to feel about this Panther, but yeah, hand in hand, fucking uh, Thelma and Louise style off this fucking cliff. I'm <laughs> betting the Clippers as well, plus the seven and a half. I, maybe the Suns win this one. I, I do have them edging out a win similar to the, the, the Cavs. It's hard to believe if Phoenix is going to go down. 2-0 at home it'd be fucking nuts but this Clippers team showed me something without without Paul George out there and, and you mentioned it yeah Westbrook was fucking terrible for the first half of that game and when it mattered most he showed up and Kawhi Leonard guys you gotta you gotta you gotta remember Kawhi Leonard's pretty fucking good when this guy's healthy we have argued that he could be the best player in the fucking league that's how good Kawhi Leonard can be and playoff Kawhi he's something special I like this team I like the Clippers tonight $10 bet on L.A. Those are the only two I'm betting. Are you ripping the Band-Aid off? I'm keeping the Band-Aid on. I, I, think, it, I, think, <laughs> Atlanta, I think Atlanta is a play with the 10.5. You know, the, the Celtics, they went up 30 in that first game. They ended up winning that game, I think, by 12 or 13 points. Uh, kind of took their foot off the pedal here. Uh, one of my concerns about the Celtics team is is they can, they can really stomp down on someone's throat, and then they're like, eh, no, it's cool. We're good. And he'll pick the person up and fucking dust them off and like give them money and a job. And, and you know, it's this team really just fucking can't kill a goddamn team. And I think, you know, Trey Young, I know playoff Trey, he did not have a fantastic game in game one. It's in there, though. It is in there. Maybe it happens in Boston. Maybe it waits to come back to Atlanta. I'm going to lean Atlanta with the points there. Yeah, I couldn't get to a side. Obviously, we saw in game one, Boston's fully capable of beating the shit out of them. But I do think Atlanta's got enough talent that they should be able to keep it within double digits. I just, I'm probably staying away from this until we get to Atlanta and then hope that Boston gets another inflated line and maybe jump on Atlanta there with the points. But I, I just couldn't get to a side. I'll lean Atlanta with the points, but not betting this one. All right. Heading over to the ice, more playoff hockey there. Our agreement on the stars didn't quite work out that well yesterday. It took, Listen, it's a double OT for that uh, for us to fucking just tear up that ticket. But still, you know, it's a loss for us. A win for you, though. The Bruins did cover their minus 1.5. So that netted you a nice win there. Um, let's take a look at today's games, though. We've got one, two, three, four on the board. I'm only betting one. What are you betting today? I'm betting two. Let's start with my homer pick, the Vegas Golden Knights. The number one seed will welcome uh, the Jets from Winnipeg. And I listen, I think... Winnipeg can actually win this, and you might even argue that there's some value uh, with the plus line on Winnipeg, but I just think in Vegas, the home crowd, it really is one of the more ruckus arenas in the A very important game. I think they come out and get it done. Eat the 155 chalk and put 10 bucks on the Well, I mean, you could argue that there's value on the Jets. In fact, I will argue that there's value on the Jets. Now, I do have Golden, the Golden Knights winning this one about 52, maybe 53% of the time, which means the implied probability solidly on the Winnipeg side here. So, yeah, more than likely Golden Knights win, but I'm going to take that plus line. I'm going I'm to take a flyer on the Jets here and, and do $10 bet on Winnipeg. All right, and speaking of plus lines, I'm going to take a flyer here just because this one, I feel like the value is way too high. We've talked about all NHL season, how good the Seattle Kraken have been on the road. And I know the Colorado Avalanche have gotten correct. They look 
even though they're from last year's championship team. But Seattle on the road has been very good. And this plus line, it's just a little too juicy for me to ignore. So I'm going to jump on the Kraken for 10 bucks. Can't argue there. Uh, listen, I think you need about a 66 or so implied probability for the Colorado Avalanche to hit. I have them winning only about 55% of the time here. So if you're playing the numbers game, if you're playing the implied probability game, total value on Seattle here. Good road team. So I don't hate that play at all. That's all I got on the ice. Yeah, I mean, the other two games, interesting enough. You know, I do think Toronto should get the home win today. It's hard to discount Tampa Bay and what they're capable of doing, and it's hard to trust Toronto. And then, man... Hell of a fucking season. That's going to be a fun one. New Jersey Devils, New York Rangers. Uh, I do think the Devils should get it done. They've kind of uh, been a thorn in the, the Rangers side. But, man, um, I'll watch those games. I'll have fun with those games. But I can't touch them betting-wise. <laughs> yeah, I was in the same boat. I thought Tampa, Tampa Bay's got to win one in Toronto to win the series, right? So uh, they're going to get a plus line. I mean, maybe jump on Tampa Bay. But Toronto they come I, honestly that new jersey line the minus 130 almost told me to bet the rangers it felt like that was the play so i'm kind of looking at new york there all right on to baseball fucking full slate of games say i got one two three four let's see if there's any overlap whatsoever panther what you got technically i have six but two of them we're gonna blast through real quick because they were rained out yesterday so i'm jumping on them nothing changed same starting pitchers they're both in the game one slot. Cleveland is at Detroit. I still got Gaddis versus Boyd. I still like Boyd at home, and I'm still catching a slim plus line with the Tigers. So give me 10 bucks on Detroit. That's in game on that one, one, right? Yeah, that's in game, game one. one. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to leave. I'm actually cleaning Cleveland in both those games, but I don't like them. I, I hate doubleheaders. I hate betting, betting doubleheaders, which I'm guessing you're betting two doubleheaders, which means we're on to Chicago. <laughs> Uh, we're going to Chicago where the Philadelphia Phillies are playing. I was on Zach Wheeler uh, going against Lance Lynn here. Still, like I said, about the same line. The only thing I don't like about this is that it is game one. It's earlier in the day, and it's still going to be a little brisk out, probably looking at the low 40s. So I don't know if maybe the hitters can get to these pitchers, stiff arms and what have you. But I still like the Phillies bats more than I do the White Sox. So I'm jumping on the Phils here like I did yesterday. Yeah, I almost bet this one. Like, I, I I, ran my numbers. Everything said bet Philadelphia. And then I was like, fuck, it's a doubleheader. And I fucking hate betting doubleheaders. I don't know if I've mentioned that ever before. If I don't know if I mentioned it two minutes ago. But I hate fucking doubleheaders. But, yeah, tons of moral support here. I do think fucking Philadelphia gets it done. So, uh, yeah, good play there. What else? All right. So, uh, something that's not a rain out. Let's look at Minnesota at Boston. Uh, you know, Boston pretty much got the best of the Angels, not Otani. Cha-ching. I hit that one. But now they're going to welcome Minnesota and Sonny Gray going against Chris Sale. If I said Sonny Gray and Chris Sale, you got to be thinking, oh, Chris Sale. Night and day. I mean, Chris Sale is the best pitcher, right? No. Chris Sale looks like the pre-Tommy John from two years ago. It's not going well right now. And Sonny Gray looks like he wants a piece of a Cy Young Award. At minus 115, I really like the Twins today. So I'm going to jump on the Twins for 10 bucks. Tons of moral support here. Uh, a little bit, a little bit worried about this Boston team maybe waking up a tad bit at home. Um, yeah, they should be able to win at least one in this series. 
I think I think today Minnesota gets it done, but uh, yeah, a little bit out of my comfort zone. A lean on the Twins. Let's go down to Houston for Game Two then between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Houston Astros, two teams that we both like a lot. I think maybe the two teams we should see in the American League pennant, but this isn't a pitching matchup. But I think Toronto wants to see Chris Bassett, who's gotten off to a very very shaky start, going against Jose Urquidy, who's you know what. The number two, maybe number three guy uh, for the Astros. I think the pitching advantage and the home field advantage definitely goes to the Astros here. And I'm getting an even line. Maybe call it smelly. I don't know. But give me the Astros for 10 bucks. Yeah, tons of moral support in this one as well. I, I totally agree. I think uh, Houston at home, minus 112. I mean, that, I think that's a pretty solid play there. Um, Toronto... I still don't know what to think about this Toronto team yet. And you're right about the, the, the pitching situation. It always seems that they have good pitching. <laughs> you know, it always just seems like when when their top starters match up against another team, you just like the other team's starters better. I don't know. Uh, there's only, you know, one guy on, on, on Toronto who I feel really, really great about from starting pitching-wise, and the rest are just like, yeah, they're good. They're okay. So, yeah, more support lean on Houston. All right, you might you might want to reach out from New Jersey and smack me across the head on this one. We're going to look at the Cubs playing Oakland. I mean, this is a real opportunity for the Cubs to get their hit, their sticks going, their pitching going. Marcus Stroman has actually pitched pretty well coming out of the gates. Going against Waldachuk for Oakland, he's been terrible. The Oakland offense is terrible. I mean, the Cubs, minus 175, 180. Are you kidding me? I'm going to make it worse. I'm going to run line the Cubs. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> gonna, wow. Is, Holy What is shit. wrong with it? That's run line the Cubs. Should give me about a plus 105. Give me 10 bucks on the Cubbies. I'll pull up this number for you. See, see the best line that we can get you here for Chicago. 102. Plus 102 is the best I can get you. Or minus 180. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Plus 102, minus 1.5. I like Chicago in this one. I actually like how Chicago's playing baseball. Now, you can argue about strength of schedule. You can talk about, you know, who who is Chicago really matched up against, but they're a winning team right now and their run differential isn't that bad. You know, um they they can you know, go, they went toe to toe with Texas, right? They they took two out of three from Texas. Um uh, they 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 held their own against um uh who? The, the Dodgers. They took two or three from the Dodgers. They took two or three from Seattle. This isn't a bad team. <laughs> this is not a bad team. Now, I I couldn't eat the minus 172, and I, I you're probably right. You're probably fucking right that this run line hits. So I'm going to give you tons of moral support here. I'll lean Chicago with you. One more game. I fully expect you to be on this game. It is the best team in the Major League Baseball, National League for sure. The Atlanta Braves are in San Diego. Blanked them yesterday. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again today with my boy Spencer Strider on the bump going against Blake Snell, who's been absolutely horrible for the San Diego Padres at minus 140. I might even call this a fucking trap, but I'll take it as a value play. Give me the Braves for 10 bucks. Would you believe that you bet six games and I did not bet a single one of those six games, which means we're talking about 10 fucking MLB games today before the show is done. I'm leaning Atlanta with you, but I'm not going to double dip. I hit on them yesterday. I'm not going to do it again. 
but yeah, I think I think they get it done once. It, Atlanta is the best team, it, it, the fucking best team. That's, that's it. Period. Done. Now I have some other possible best teams, surprisingly best teams to talk about. Two of them in the NL. And the first one I want to talk about is the fucking Arizona Diamondbacks as they head to St. Louis with a goddamn plus line. Pre- and I think, preseason. I, think I, I remember what you said preseason. <laughs> and you were right so far. Arizona's a much better team. They're leading the West right now. And St. Louis is playing like shit. So you're telling me a plus one fucking 46 on Arizona? I'm going to take it. $10 bet on the D-backs. Yeah, I completely agree. I probably should be on it. I, I think maybe the, the fact that it was so heavy on the Cardinals, maybe Vegas just scared me away. But there's nothing about the St. Louis team that makes you scared of them. And, you know, the, the pitching, I thought the pitching might be a concern for the Diamondbacks. But, my God, they've stepped up. And Merrill Kelly, I believe, is the one going today. Uh, he's been a rock-solid starter now for uh, the last two years. So, yeah, tons of moral support on those D-backs. Don't want to scare you. I don't want to convince you to take this game because you, you you said you're not. But this opened at minus 210 for the Cardinals. It's down to minus 165 now. Oh, Vegas you're... definitely agrees with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the other uh, best team in, in the NL, the Pittsburgh Pirates going to Colorado. <laughs> We're staying in Colorado, right? I like Pittsburgh to get it done today. I, it, they're a surprise team so far. It's going to fade. It's it's it, at some point you're going to have to jump ship on Pittsburgh, but against Colorado, I th- I think that there's value here. Ten dollar bet on the Pirates. Yeah, they put up a what a two touchdowns yesterday uh, against Colorado's best pitcher and Kyle Freeland. I, I if it wasn't for the Jalen Hurts thing yesterday i really thought we were gonna have to spend this show talking about are the pittsburgh pirates for real because they really do have some decent pitching in oviedo and Contreras. they've got some decent hitters and they can really exploit that thin air in colorado i just remember last year and even the year before colorado's pretty good at home i'll give you moral support because pittsburgh's catching a plus line but i just i couldn't get to a side i just left this one alone I don't, I don't think I'm getting my plus line anymore. I'm minus, I'm minus 105 now. Vegas now you're Bruce. sharp. You're, you're sharp back today. I got two more. Let's head to the AL real quick. And both in the AL East, uh, I like Baltimore to beat Washington. And I like the Yankees to beat the Angels. I'm going to eat some chalk on both of those around the same line. I think both minus 146 each. But I think Baltimore gets it done against the Nationals. And I think the Yankees hold home field against uh, an Angels team that, again, I keep saying it, should be better than they are. They don't got Shohei on the mound, so there you go. Yankees, Baltimore, what do you think? I definitely like Baltimore. I think it was a little chalkier than I wanted to touch. And the Yankee game, I couldn't touch it because I hate both pitchers. I actually drafted this Clark pitcher for uh, New York in my fantasy league and dropped him after two games. He's been terrible. I tell you what, if I was eyeballing anything in this game, it might be the over because I think you might see see some dingers uh, in the Bronx today. All right, so that's it in Major League Baseball. Let's slot together this parlay. Uh, we had some agreement in the NBA. How about we lock in the Knicks as our mutual pick? Do you want the Knicks or the All Clippers? Right. Knicks? Uh, we'll take the Knicks. You bet it, right? Knicks, yep. I bet both of them. I bet the Knicks and oh, the Clippers, okay. but, but we'll take the Knicks as our mutual pick. I'm going to take the Diamondbacks, some plus line value in, in uh, the parlay. So I'll take the D-backs plus 146. Uh, who are you throwing in for your pick? You know what I'm actually doing really well with this season so far? My run lines. My run lines are going very well. 
I'm going to take those Chicago Cubs. All right, so then we got Chicago with the plus line, plus 102 there. So it should be a nice value. I'll calculate that as you uh, close out the show. Panther, take us home. All right, well, as you guys heard, we're getting out of here with a parlay of the Knicks, the Diamondbacks, and the Cubs. I really never would have said that sounded like a winner, but I think it actually could be a winner today. We're hanging out on Facebook. I made a little post yesterday about, uh, I don't know if you saw that, some uh, baseball trolling of the umps. It was fucking fantastic. But we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're right here in Discord. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. It doesn't cost a thing. It's absolutely free. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.